You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candace, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candace was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candace on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can. The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys, and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geeks Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome back for another shift on the Geeks Watch. We are here talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 14, but we will get to that after we do the Geeks news for this week. Uh, We do have myself and John. Hi. And Steven. That's me. And then a special guest, Chris. Woo! <laughs> That's right. We're going to have a fourth this week, just like we did a couple weeks ago when Ian was here. So, uh, I think we have a lot of news to talk about, so let's get talking about that. Indeed. Sweet. <laughs> First thing we want to talk about is the terrible Joker teaser trailer that came out this week. It is awful. How dare you? I mean, it's the seventy-five percent of the table is against it. Twenty-five percent of the table very for it. <laughs> I might think, balance it out. As, yeah, I think I'm. I can take it on. I'll, well, I'll take all of y'all. I mean, you are <laughs> the majority of the internet populace because everybody seems to love it. But I think this looks like complete garbage. I think this is exactly the shot in the arm that DC needed to start. Uh, no, nope, I'm sorry, but Shazam yeah, is the yeah. thing that was the shot in the arm. Well, for like the depressing superhero stuff, yes. But for the villain stuff, this is perfect. This is exactly Why do you need a movie about a villain? Why did we have Venom? That's not a good example. Everyone has asked that question after the movie came out. Thank you very much. (laughs) That was a terrible movie. Yes, it was. But it still happened for some reason. And this, I think, is just weird and different enough that I think it's... Everybody knows it's going to be in Elseworlds. It's not going to be in continuity with anything. So why can't we have a a movie about the Joker that's already in continuity? Or something that's closer to what we know from the Joker? Why are you asking for more Joker things? I don't. Because that one would have Jared Leto in it. (laughs) Look. I'm just saying, how does this make the Joker any more of an interesting character? The fact that you don't have an origin for the Joker makes him interesting. That's Possibly, true. but that doesn't satisfy everybody. And you have to admit, like these movies are now being made for the majority of the populace, not for the handful of comic book geeks that think this is like the Holy Bible. A lot of, a lot of comic book geeks like this trailer, though. I was going to say, I think... So there must be something wrong with your opinion in this matter. Oh, I, I, already, I, I already said I had the unpopular opinion. I just yes. think it's terrible. But why? I, I think that, I think that why this, don't you like good things, Mitch? Not so my, my problem with this is that I think that this movie does come off like a thing that's more for the comic book nerds that I have an issue with in general. I think that it's it's like a put upon dude who just ends up getting mad because everyone's not with him. Like, don't get me wrong, he's it seems like he's genuinely getting shit on and everything, but I don't know. I just don't like the the segment of the population that this is going to be serving. No, it 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 really isn't good. Like, I why do I want to feel sympathy for a dude that is we we know for a fact is in, is super abusive mm-hmm. and manipulative and kills and with no no regard for anything. Hey, Batman kills. And if you don't think so, you're a fucking pussy. That's what oh, Zack Snyder said. <laughs> so really, somebody's just having Fuck some fun Snyder. with it. <laughs> I think it could be great. I think it has the option, the the potential to be something. But see, you could have put anybody in, like, that could have be any character. You just put makeup on him and put it in Gotham, and all of a sudden it's about the Joker. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Joker, the the story of the Joker, the, the story think, of the Joker that we already know. I think that also that almost makes that more interesting. Yeah, and I, it, they, like I don't, I don't want this this movie, but I think that makes it more interesting if you look at this as like the origin of all Batman's villains. 
I think that almost makes it sound better. This is essentially Gotham, but in like a theatrical version, because that's essentially what we're getting here. Is you know, basically the Joker's happening before Batman now, um, which makes absolutely no sense. Right? We'll take that up with Gotham. They set the president now for that. So now we're well, having. I, I never said Gotham was a good thing either. I mean, that's not a high bar to. To, to to sail over. I'm not, I'm just saying that the president is there for this. So now we're getting it, and if it also happens to be a damn good movie while we're at it, you're just gonna have to like you know kick rocks, man. Man, those are strong words. <laughs> <laughs> this looks damn like it's got the makings movie. for a good movie. Oh no. I'm 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 worried about it. I just I think this is the wrong time to get this kind of movie. I I wouldn't have had a problem with this movie if this came out like. 2005, 95, anything like that. But in this day and age where we live in a world with like Gamergate and all these different shitty people on the internet, I don't want this movie. That's my issue with it. I don't take an issue with the film by itself for itself. I think in the time that we're in, I don't need to hear the voice of a person that they're representing the Joker as in this. That's my issue. Well, I mean, that's true. I mean, you couldn't make a movie like Taxi Driver today. Mm -hmm. That's very uh, fair. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you just need to be counterculture with something and, you know, maybe art can be produced as a result. <laughs> I mean, I, I, now I'm, it's I'm art. curious to see how it goes. Well, I mean, like, film, films can be. Like, there, there's yeah. some, there's no, some no, films, films can be. I'll give you that. But and I think I'm in the majority that I think that Todd Phillips is a good director. I do think Todd Phillips is a good director. And I like just about every one of the movies he's made. And uh, just from the cinematography standpoint alone, this thing looks like they took a lot of care in that respect. And I think we're going to get a, you know, sympathetic look at how someone who's a little, like, off-kilter can get pushed all the way into... And you know what? If, if they would have made this movie and not put the Joker makeup on the, on Joaquin Phoenix and it was just Todd Phillips' art house, uh, deranged person falling down, like, remake, then I would have been all for it. But they decided to make it Joker. And it feels so crowbarred in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, we're going to go watch it. So. <laughs> as much as you're complaining about it now, we will both be sitting there opening night. Yep, and and whatever other movie comes out that week, we'll be getting that ticket <laughs> <laughs> That yes. ticket money. We'll see how that one nets out. We'll check back in on this one. When yeah, we'll definitely out. check back in. <laughs> My God. Jeez, <laughs> Steven. I apologize. Okay, so what was the other big thing? Another big thing that came out was the sales for Avengers in-game tickets went out, and guess what? It broke the fucking internet. They really did. <laughs> Fandango tickets are being scalped. Tickets are being scalped. I don't understand this at all. And like, yeah. it's not like it doesn't seem like it's for any type of important type of theater. It's just a theater. Like ten thousand dollars for a ticket? Why? It's it's wow. Yeah, people are ridiculous. It's. It's the internet. These are the same people that went to the fire festival, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, was it Fandango went down, AMC went down, Adam Films, I believe, went down, uh, all for different amounts of time, but literally people could not buy tickets for this movie when they first went on for sale. Yeah, it was really weird. My uh, movie pass wasn't responding either. Yeah, movie pass. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have some. Uh, it took me a second. I have. Uh, <laughs> I have some bad information for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, did Did anybody else here happen to buy their tickets? I did. I bought my no. ticket. No. No. Nope. Nope. No. It's not. It's not a need. It's not something that you need to do in this town. No. Yeah. No. I'll wait for the DVD if like I can't see it in the theater. If they're like, yeah, it's gonna be five hundred bucks for a ticket. Nope. No, why fuck would, no. Fuck no, I'll wait for a video. <laughs> I mean, we could just go to Algodona's opening weekend and get like a Blu-ray copy right off the <laughs> border crossing there. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, a, I wasn't uh, against maybe going to uh, Mexicali that week and watching in the IMAX that they have there. Oh, that would be a great <laughs> plan. Wait, wait, IMAX or Limax? It, I believe it's an actual <laughs> IMAX in, in Mexicali. It's an IMAX. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a thing. We could, we could all do. I, I think we need to arrange a, a field trip for this. <laughs> Everybody had their passports. <laughs> yes. You got your buddies. Uh. All right. So yeah. Wait. That wall hasn't gone up yet, has it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You might not get back. Yeah. <laughs> I might not get back. I'll be just fine. Yeah. We'll, you'll we'll, be, we'll fine. be fine, Chris. The two. Yeah. Two probably. of you will be fine. Uh. All right. Oh, we just say that we're your like manservants. <laughs> I think that's a little bit too much w wish fulfillment for you. 
Uh, all right. So the other big thing that happened. Guess what? It's not so much of a hard reboot with that suicide, James Gunn Suicide Squad movie at DC anymore. Because we're getting back Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Um, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag and uh, Idris Alba is no longer playing Deadshot. He's still in the movie. He's going to be playing a different character, a like new a character. Idea. That seems like no a longer Deadshot. So I saw a thing where someone was making a joke, like essentially all these people were coming back, and and then Will Smith was like, you know what? Maybe there will be time in my schedule, so Will Smith will come back for like a cameo as Deadshot. And they'll change around the idea of what Deadshot needed to do and make it a different character. Maybe they'll just have his mask somewhere in the background like an Easter egg. Or he just gets killed in the very beginning, like the first mission. Yeah, sure. I mean, well, he's he's a suicide, suicide squad. squad. Yeah. yeah. Jinx. <laughs> what if it actually is like a full stop reboot? They're just like, meh. You know what? Let's just bring the same characters back, basically. Oh, it should same be like actors and everything. It should totally be like, like the beginning of Mission Impossible, the first one. Where like the whole team gets wiped out, and then oh, one of wow. them gets framed for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that disavowed. That could happen. That could really happen. You know what? I'm just looking forward to Ike Barinholtz coming back. As long as he's in there, I'm all bored. I have some bad news for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cancel that movie pass. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping for Idris Elba to play Bronze Tiger, which is another big character in the Suicide Squad. He is ex-FBI, ex-Special Forces. He just happened to do some killing that was outside of his mission, so thus became a criminal. Like, it's all the makings of, like, the Punisher and stuff. So he's right there for Suicide Squad. It was Squad. some, like, cur- extracurricular murder? Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> martial his, arts. It's like his, yeah, with martial arts. It's like his family got killed, so he went on a rogue mission to kill the people that killed his family. Ah, uh, I see. So, but still, it's against the law. Misappropriation of uh, assets. Kind of thing. Company assets. Yeah. Yeah. Misappropriation of fists. <laughs> yeah, and, and feet. It happens a lot. <laughs> it does. Uh, there's okay, so that also brings me back. Like, what about the actress that played Katana? Is she gonna come back? Um, I hope not. She added nothing <laughs> to the movie. But that, I mean, is that her fault or is that how it was edited? Like, all of the above. I'm sure she she's a good enough actress. They 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 cast her in the first place. Actually, they should do it like The Godfather Part Two, where it's half prequel and half sequel, all happening simultaneously, and you can have like all of the other characters. Like, you could see what Slipknot got in jail for. So you're bringing back a. Uh, that guy charlie whatever his name is yeah i forget his name too um didn't we know his name for a while like we actually said oh yeah this guy because he's so good in this other thing yeah i know his name most of the time (laughs) i just can't think of yeah charlie Uh, hunnaman nope yeah i was thinking hunnaman too he plays yeah man he plays um he plays slipknot in the first suicide squad which you didn't watch i don't know if there's any movies that you actually would have watched with him in it I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he would have played a Sue or something. Oh, did you watch Joe Dirt? No. No. Joe Dirty. So Joe Oh, he Dirt was that guy? He was the, the oh, guy yeah. that, yeah, that that Joe Dirt says, hey, you need to buy some other type of firecracker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't think of his name. He's ascended to he's, Hollywood royalty since then. <laughs> it's uh, He's some type of Native American. Yeah. One of them. He played, he played Detective Lake in SVU. Law and I, Order SPU. I, I, that was the Law and Order I didn't watch. I, I'm a Criminal Intent man. Yeah. 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 Criminal Intent's the best one. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> I, I just I just really like uh, what's Vincent his name? Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio's good, man. True story. Uh, any, uh, okay, so then Enchantress, Diablo, neither one of them come back. They both essentially, well, Enchantress, Enchantress doesn't die. She comes, June Moon comes back. Yeah. Enchantress dies. Diablo, we believe he died at the end of that movie. Along with the other guy, the big monster dude that we can't remember his name either. No, the one that, yeah, that was Enchantress's Wasn't brother. Wasn't he the Succubus or Incubus or something? I don't think he was. Incubus. What was it? Succubus. GQ, which was uh, Scott Eastwood. I don't know if he'll come back. Oh, no. That guy got blew up. <laughs> Crocodile. Uh, well, of co- I mean, croc. of course, croc, croc, thank they're going to bring back Enchantress because everyone loved her so much. Oh, yeah. You know, All the way. Good, good. Cara Delevingne <laughs> did such an amazing job. Cara Delevingne, whatever her name is. Uh, but, yes, so you got we got those actors coming back. I'm ecstatic about it. How does everybody else feel? I'm 
I think James Gunn being at the helm of it is the singular thing that'd be like, yeah, let's do it then. At least for this one. Yeah. I don't know if he'll go back for another. I don't know if he'll have time after that. I mean, it depends on what he's what they have in store for him over at the MCU. Because <laughs> uh, at one point in time, it was reported that he was going to be that's the, one. the biggest part of Phase 4. Mm-hmm. Like, he was going to be the new architect. Yeah. So, so yeah. we'll see. Uh, all right. Guess what? A show that I know nothing about, but everybody <laughs> else loves. Cowboy Bebop got a casting. No, no. I don't love it. Oh, okay. you don't? Is it because you no. don't like it, or is it yes. you just haven't watched it? Both. Okay. Oh, you've never seen Wait, it? Wait, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've watched things. some of it Okay. and didn't like it, Okay. so I refused to watch the rest of it. I mean, it's like, what, 12 episodes? Although it's not I even w- a long series. Yeah. <laughs> Angela and I were re-watching it, and then I was just like, no, fuck this. Like, <laughs> let's watch something else. I can see someone else dance fight. Except I didn't say that. I just, like, did it. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're watching this today. <laughs> so it's 12 episodes and in a movie? Just never went back. Yeah, the, the, the movie happens outside of continuity, as is classic for anime things. I but hate the anime for that exact reason. The movie's animated really well. It's not a it's it's not a necessary story, but I really enjoy it. It's an interesting one. Okay. Do you know about Cowboy Bebop? I've watched a few episodes, yeah. I like it. I think it looks really cool. It's very stylistic. Um, I don't care so much for the casting of the other people they're probably fine but john cho as spike spiegel well here there's a weird one let's get to that we got john cho as spike spiegel mustafa shakir as jet black um wait <laughs> that's that just seems a little on the nose well it's japan <laughs> jet black Fair <laughs> um i mean he's not black in the series i mean no, no, not no. that that matters yeah. but it's, it's just the, the character of jet like if you like watch the thing a lot of people got what felt like that kind of vibe off of him yeah and i get it yeah i, I understand it okay and maybe that's not racist in the future but our <laughs> like, society like just is like wait you can't say that and they're like no dude we're beyond that okay. like, cool. his last name isn't african <laughs> his last name is black <laughs> Daniela Pen- Pineda is yeah. going to be playing uh, Valentine, Faye Valentine. Faye. Faye, yeah. And then the last one is Alex Hassel. Who I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him either. He'll be playing the villain of the, of the piece, the, pr- yeah, the yeah. antagonist. Yeah, he'll be playing, uh, shit, I forget his name right now. Is, is his name? No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of uh, Spiegel's Trigon. ex-partner, Hassel. No, Vicious. That's Vicious. Yeah. I was going to say Knives, and that's Trigun. Yeah, Same kind is. of character, though. That's funny, because I was going to say Vash when you were <laughs> like, who's his name? <laughs> but, all in all, like this, this is an interesting one. Um, one of the, the most interesting things about casting that everyone's watching out for really carefully right now is who they're going to choose as Ed. Because Ed's this little girl. Or a boy. We don't know. It's never really strongly defined in the cartoon. So pretty everyone's pretty sure curious. Ed is a girl, though. That's the thing. Because don't get me wrong, right, I would have right. agreed with you too. No, like I'm like pretty sure Steiner's Gate say, thing. What? No, no, no. It's not like in Steiner's Gate. No, like Ed just. It, Ed's very young. Steins Gate. Yeah, yeah Steins Gate. But uh, yeah, Ed is is very young, and I'm pretty sure that they they that, say girl. Yeah, yeah, like when she shows up first, they refer to her as a girl, mm-hmm. like the whole time, and Ed's just like Ed's Ed. Yeah, like totally just talks in the third person mm-hmm. all the time and is actually one of the more enjoyable parts of the yeah. show. I'm super curious about how they'll cast Ed because even even outside of the other like gender things for for Ed, Ed's just a very specific character. Yeah. Like I don't know how you the, the she doesn't even have like elbows. Most of the time she does this like wiggly <laughs> arm thing when she's just she's, hanging out. She'll be CGI. <laughs> Dude, honestly that might be a better <laughs> choice to go for. Um but you know, all in all this is very cool. Uh Shinichiro Watanabe, the guy who actually um like led the, the anime before he's serving as a consultant for the thing which is really cool um there's just so much sass and this particular flair that you got to nail with this i mean i'm, I'm so jazz. curious people yeah. a lot of people seem to like the show jazz. so it's a it's a thing and I, I just don't know anything about it so i'm waiting for i like john cho though nine. i think john yeah, cho is amazing no, it's, so it's gonna, I, I i so someone tweeted this this exact joke on, on twitter and they were like now, the one I really want to know is who's going to play Ayn. It's a corgi from <laughs> the anime. It's a little corgi. We know who this corgi should be. If you've watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we're just going to use that corgi. <laughs> that particular corgi. <laughs> we're use that corgi. No, they should get the dog from the Meg. 
Oh, I didn't watch the movie. No, not the movie. Isn't that a Pomeranian <laughs> though? It's in the trailer. Uh, you know, it's it's versatile. I think uh, expanded too. <laughs> All right, just it's, bluff up the fur a little bit. We, I, I think, anyone who who sullied themselves with having their credits listed on the Meg, we should just you know just disregard them. It made a lot of money. His his it name did. his name is uh, what what is Statham. his name? Jason Statham. No, 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 no Statham. um, it, his character's name. It's just a mixed up thing for Jonas. Oh. Jason Statham's character's name in, in the Meg. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's jo- Jonas and the Whale. Jonah and the Whale. Or Jonah and the Whale. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't remember what so it is, but it's, it's that's exactly so what I would expect from that movie. It's it's <laughs> it's the same people that really watch uh, Sharknado movies. Yeah. Like it's just a thing. There's a monster outside. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, excited for this all in all though. But yeah, like I said, John Cho like. If you watch Searching, I thought he was great, but that's obviously not the kind of character Spike Spiegel is. So yeah, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll Leonardo DiCaprio. Things. Speaking of anime, Leonardo DiCaprio is an executive producer, and there is now movement on an Akira mu- movie I'm being jazzed. made, a live-action Akira movie. This has been a development since the late nineties. Yep. I mean, James, not James Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. Was, James Cameron was attached to it for point. a long time. Yeah. Antoine Fuqua, I believe, was involved at one point. And I, I think, think he was Taika Waititi. Right now, is attached to direct it. Yeah, that is and exciting. That's, that's the part that I'm the most excited yeah. about. He's he, like they they wanted to do. Um, damn, I forget his name right now. Jordan Peele, for a little bit, and that would have been great because I think he would have gone into this. Uh, him or uh, the guy from Kong. I forget his name right now. Oh. um... Uh, it's not Gareth. Um, I don't remember the guy from Kong. Yeah, Constable <laughs> Island, right? Yeah, with the big beard. Yeah, um, yep. I would have trusted him on it. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Vote Roberts. Jordan Vote Roberts. Yeah, I would have trusted him with it. And then Taika Waititi, like he nailed doing a whole Kirby looking world mm-hmm. in Thor Ragnarok. So right. yeah, let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> so, uh, the whole movement is that LA only gives out a set number of tax incentives or tax credits or tax incentives for filming and they they were one of the 10 that got it so i guess they're going to be filming in la yeah and uh that that helped move it along it's really interesting because wb didn't announce the movement on this one yeah that was the thing that said this was happening right wb still hasn't said anything nope so Akira. I have not watched it since i was a kid it's not a movie i went back to i know it's a huge anime staple but it's important. Yeah. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. I, honestly, I think it, that's okay at this point. I, right. It's animated well, but the story falls apart because they tried to condense a seven-volume thing down into oh, that is a, a short time. That is another thing, is that they, they've said that they're going to adapt the the manga more than they're going to adapt the, the well, anime. Which is the right thing to do. Yeah, the anime itself is only like one-third of the story anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if I'd say that much. Yeah, it's... Like, it's rough. It's yeah. like one and a half volumes... It's yeah, it's pretty bad, and uh, but I mean it's really dense too. Like it would have to be a trilogy, and I don't see even if it's like great, I don't see it making that kind of money where it would warrant two sequels. Cause I don't know. I think a, a, a lead of Battle Angel made made pretty good box office. Did it really? I think it, it was did. number one that weekend it came out. Maybe the second. I think because it, it came out against like nothing. But it also <laughs> did really well worldwide. It's true. Yes, the Asian market still. One of its biggest uh, hopefuls there. I just need this movie to come out next year. That's Ooh, when, I think it's a little soon. That's when the movie happens. Oh, that's <laughs> when it that, takes that, place? That's when the original story happens. <laughs> Is that 2020? Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> by, if they started filming oh, yeah, right the now. Olympics, so <laughs> yep, yep. If they started filming right now, it could come out December of next year. Get on it, boys. <laughs> could I don't think it would because there's gonna be a lot of CGI don't, animation. Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby? I know. <laughs> well, they could reuse a lot of same sets from Thor Ragnarok and maybe even Battle Angel. Okay, Here, I'll take I'll take whatever shortcuts they need to do. Yeah. Do them. <laughs> Let's just get there. 2020. They're just kit bashing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this though, I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing that first look at that bike in person because <clears> there's <throat> been some real life recreations of it that are. Damn good, but not exactly the most functional. The, there, was, there was there was one that was. There was, was a functional there? one, and they took it out on tour I saw with, that. with the movie, and yeah. it got stolen. They oh. still don't know who took it. Wow. To this day. See, that's literally that's the <laughs> only thing that I think is going to make or break this movie is the casting, and if they get that bike to look right. 
I mean, because that's we, like the biggest thing for this movie. We saw the bike look. We we it's it's a CG one, but we saw that in Ready Player One. That bike was yeah, in there. You're right. So. That's true. Yeah, they've already but, done it. But I, I think you're gonna they're gonna want like audiences will want something a little bit more physical looking, some tangible. I'm yeah, saying, tangible looking. Whatever we need to do to get it to happen in 2020. <laughs> no, here's the, here's my only concern though is that the last time I heard about the Akira treatment that they were working on the last time it had some legs it was new new york or neo new york it was yeah and i was like no they won't do that they'll they'll make it neo tokyo still and it'll be japanese actors in in a a post ghost in the shell world yeah i don't think that they're gonna fuck with that i mean but ghost in the shell shouldn't have been that either and yet i agree that's what i'm saying that that's the big mistake so they're gonna be like oh we won't make that mistake again Mm -hmm. no well we've seen it happen feel I, like they still they still will <laughs> i don't know if they can i like look at what look happened. Ahead. props for props for ghost in the shell the best thing about that movie was their props that movie fuck or the the story fucking sucked the way they did it the props were gorgeous and they were still selling for like seven dollars a piece but and and look what happened with hellboy like the major daitomo or whoever they they originally cast um uh, the guy, guy, the dude that was in Alita, Battle Angel, the mm-hmm. Scarret, Scrin, or whatever his name, the guy who played Ed, Francis Ed in Deadpool. Spring. Yeah, Ed Scrin. And then, like, the internet was like, why are you casting this English dude to play a Japanese man? And they're like, oh, that's right, we forgot. So then we got, <laughs> they went and got Daniel <laughs> Day Kim, who's yeah. a Korean man, to play him. So it's like, closer. Oh, yeah. I guess it's Asian. <laughs> well, John Cho is what, Chinese? And he's going to be playing on. Japanese-ish it, Jewish man. I, I, I still think they're they're pretty happy that it's just an Asian dude. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, it's the Cowboy Bebop's the future, right? Maybe yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, such yeah. thing as those races in the future. Yeah, those, we gotta watch out for that though, because in that, that like the more you say that, the more we're just gonna end up with like everyone in Akira being white. You know, I always, <laughs> it always bothered me in Firefly that it's supposedly the Chinese eventually took over the world, so everybody spoke Chinese at least as a second language. You never saw a single Chinese person in the series or the movie. Well, that yeah. definitely seems like a problem. That's true. So, uh, all right, that's a uh, wait. That, River wasn't Chinese. No, River. <laughs> uh, yeah, River Tam. I mean, it sounds like it should be. Tam sounds more uh, Vietnamese. I guess that's true. Yeah. Never watch Firefly. I hate you so much, Steven. This looks like a bad show. I hate you. <laughs> no, it's as good as the new Joker movie's going to be. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Sounds right. Sounds right. <sighs> All right. So CinemaCon happened this weekend. This <laughs> week. This past week. Ooh. I don't know if you, everybody knows what CinemaCon is, but yeah. essentially it's a convention for um, theaters, theater houses and stuff to come and, ta- to come and see presentations from studios to be like, these are the movies that you should be showing in your theaters this, this year, this coming year. Uh, this was the, obviously the first year that Disney did a pre- their presentation after the merger with Fox. So Disney threw up a, a graphic of all the movies that they are going to be putting out. Uh, I guess they're bigger movies. The Walt Disney Studios under the Walt Disney Studio label. So you have uh, Captain Marvel, which we already saw. Avengers Endgame, which we're going to see. Uh, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, Lion King, New Mutants. That was a big surprise because everybody was expecting that was just going to go straight to Hulu. Um, Spies in Disguise, Maleficent sequel, Star Wars Episode 9, which we still haven't got the title for, which will probably come during Celebration this year. Ford versus Ferrari, a movie called Breakthrough, which I don't even know what that is. Uh, Dumbo, Dark Phoenix, which we know is coming up. Tolkien, which was actually part of the Fox Searchlight um, label, but now is going to be under Walt Disney Studios. Uh, Disney sing- Signature Penguins Ad Astra, which I have no idea what, yeah. what that is. Sub- Stubber, I don't know what that is. Artemis Fowl, which we'd seen the trailer for and I think looks like a terrible movie. Whoa, 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 <laughs> what? That's going to be awesome. Okay. It's gonna be I, re- I read those the books. Movie. <laughs> I read those books. Those books are great. <laughs> I think most people don't know that he's being facetious right now. No, I'm being serious. Are you? I love those books. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I read them as a person who was too old to read them, and I fucking loved them. Wow, they were still great. I you're was in high school when I read them, and they were, they were meant for like twelve year olds, but they were great. You're gonna tell me what that's about, then? Okay, I got you. The woman in the window, which I don't know what that is. Racing against the rain, with the rain. I can't make out what that word is, or maybe racing rain. The art of racing in the rain. Uh, Frozen two and Call of the Wild. Frozen two is coming out this year. Yeah. Yep. 
I remember seeing the trailer, but I didn't know it was going to be this year. Frozen Shippuden. Frozen Shippuden. I'm pretty sure they started working on it since the first one came out. Oh, sure. But I just, I figured with the first trailer out at like the end of last year, like it would have been longer. Maybe it was the beginning of this year. Just, I don't know. I always think animation movies take a really long time, so it's going to be longer. Anyways. They get better at it. Uh, Yeah, that's a... That's, that's a, a slate. That that's is a, a large slate. Because, like I said, there's a lot of Fox stuff in there. There's the the um, Dark Phoenix, New Mutants, Tolkien. Those are all Fox movies that are being dropped by. I'm so sure that Breakthrough one is. That's got a TV show looking ass logo. That does. That does. <laughs> it really does. Uh, Ad Astra. I don't even think that's a logo. The, <laughs> like, the, the R looks interesting. That's the only thing that makes it a movie <laughs> title. It looks. Uh, or is that AD Astra? It might be Ad Astra. Well, Ad Astra oh. is to the stars. Oh, is okay, it Latin? Yeah. Is it is it a Peter Pan movie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the R makes me think of uh, Warriors of Virtue, though. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> there, there was a there's something up there that made me think of something else. Also, I don't remember what it was. Ford versus Ferrari, Spies in Disguise. Mm. Oh no, it was the the yeah Spies in Disguise. The thing on top of it, I don't know what that is, but it looks like the Iron Giant stuff to me uh it looks i mean it looks like it might be like um what's that dreamworks but it's not dreamworks obviously it's, it's disney or it might have been fox i don't know uh, i can't tell what you're saying disney just bought all the fox stuff are we gonna get oh let's just get all those old animated things let's get new things for that that'd be great okay. <laughs> let's get new titan AE. <laughs> i would Ooh, love a new titan AE. Yes. That. let's make that what ad astra is cool <laughs> cool we're, we're, i'm in <laughs> we've all agreed get um disney. So, yeah, there, there's that. And then they also said that under the Fox label, they are going to release more Alien movies in the franchise that they've already, they're currently doing. So, John hates it. Um, they're going to be doing more Kingsman movies. and because Alien is a bad franchise. <laughs> they're going to do more. At this point, yeah. <laughs> Planet of the Apes movies. And yes. C- continuing with the franchise that we're already having. Yes. Uh, Avatar movies and no. Maze Runner movies, which no. that really caught everybody by surprise because they were like, the third one's going to be the last one. The Death Cure is going to be it. But I guess the books go on for like another seven books or something like that. So that's we're going to go with that. I think, again, wow. we live in a time when IP is the most valuable thing. They're going to maximize whatever they have off of the IP they've already put money into. True. But I feel like the whole adaptation of YA novels has kind of gone out the window at this point. Like no, they switched to comic books. Yeah, it's definitely switched to comic books. And soon it might, might switch to video games. Maybe anime if Akira does well. I think anime is the one that we're looking at now because we're in yeah. a place where visual effects can finally do that. But I hope so. I want to see the Knights of the Zodiac so much. Dude, oh Saint Seiya would be a crazy one. <laughs> I want this. Dude, speaking of, actually, there's, there's a story that we're, we haven't talked about in all of this stuff, and I'm sorry to bring it up out of nowhere in this one, but there was a trailer for the Dragon Quest movie that's coming out. That's true, but it's only in Japanese. Wait, that's why what? I didn't put it up. Yeah, and it looks gorgeous. It oh looks my God. amazing. Everyone should go watch this. It's like I'm blown away. I don't I've understand Japanese. About this. I, but I don't understand Japanese either. I just watch things with subtitles. It didn't have American English subtitles. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> Not when it first comes out, just but that's all anime, YouTube. man. The YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, so, no, yeah, we'll watch this works later. perfectly. It's good. <laughs> I'll show you that trailer later. Sweet. I'm excited. Now, just to come back to a, a story that we <laughs> talked about last week, which was pretty interesting because we were talking about Dave Batista and how he had said that he didn't want to uh, follow in the same movie career as The Rock and. John Cena? Yeah. I believe he said. In, in yeah. a way that... Like, the, and the, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the, well, we didn't say anything about Hulk Hogan or um, Vin Diesel, but we we threw that in there. Yeah. But so he said, the tone he, of his quote was like, he didn't respect their careers. Yes, exactly. But here we are this week with the trailer for My Spy. Him essentially having to be a babysitter to a, ch- a small child like it this is literally the pacifier yeah. again this is sweet jesus this is mr <laughs> nanny <laughs> sequel <laughs> do this this I'm is mr nanny in. this is uh the game plan with the rock or tooth fairy with the rock this is all of those these are all those things it's literally the their cr- where they go <laughs> is that Kristen Schaal in there uh yes she plays the like his handler or something like that his spy handler okay so, so yeah she, the little girl, discovers that he's a, a spy and threatens to blow his cover unless she teach he teaches her how to be a spy. So 
that's the that's the premise. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. I mean, he's not wanting to follow in their career. I mean, he's not. But he is starring. It is his starring vehicle. So Wait, is, does he? Is this in the way that like that like there are two sets of footprints kind of poem? You know, uh, he's not. <laughs> it, it's not that he's following in their footprints. They're carrying him, and there's only one set of footprints. <laughs> I mean, he is in there. He is in their footprints. He's not following. If you footsteps. if you would have put it that way, then they're all like in the footprints of Hulk Hogan. Like he's the one who started it off. Yeah, this is what I mean. So now he's not following anybody. He's just there. He's, <laughs> it's the path that you were always going to take. Uh, yeah. So that was just a nice little follow up. But anybody interested in seeing this movie at all? Yes. No. <laughs> not in the least. I'm all in. And she just killed a fish. It looks awful. It. I mean, it looks. It looks silly. This is a movie that got made so someone else can make another movie. I mean, he literally trips a bunch of kids right there, and then he does dancing. He, he's he's whipping and neighing. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> this is just like uh, Vin Diesel doing the the panda dance, yeah. right? <laughs> and you love it. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know much about this next story, but uh, Nintendo Switch controllers offer built-in voice chat. Why is this a big thing? Because Nintendo decided not to do voice chat themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, how, kind of. How everyone else voice chats, Nintendo don't. Nintendo <laughs> don't. <laughs> Yeah, Nintendo opted instead to have people download a separate app onto <laughs> on their, their smartphones <laughs> so that they can use voice chat and they had rather to plug- than having it built in to the system itself. You had to plug in a thing that went from the game console, from the Switch, into your phone that then like that went into your phone and then that was like a splitter that took the signal from these two things, put them together and then put it in your headphones. Go to hell, Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Uh, I mean, it's just... I I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be made by third parties. It's not even being made by Nintendo. Sounds right. right. So... Probably PDP. Yeah, PDP. That's who it's going to be. I thought... No, no, never mind. I'm thinking Manquettes. Yeah, PDP is the third party control that's still... Control make it still around. Yeah. So... I remember that Pelican anywhere. I think that's what what PDP uh, is now. Pelican. Yeah, I yeah. So is that what it actually going to look like, or is that just a mock-up? Yeah, well, that's th- probably the thing. Yeah, because there's no little little bit on the bottom between the like the D-pad and the stick on the other controllers, on their Pro Controller. Oh, okay. So it's good someone's finally doing it, Nintendo. And it actually looks like both hands can hold it. Mm-hmm. Which is good. <laughs> I mean, it and looks like little Joy-Cons. It looks like, yeah. a, oh, man. like in between Those the... Joy-Con, though, are like surprisingly comfortable for human hands really it's, it's, it's look weird like, look like holding little saltine crackers oh yeah no it, they're weird it's at first weird but, but work it works so well it's it, surprising it, it looks like a like a, the directly in between from a playstation and a xbox controller that's what it is yep yeah yeah okay that's that's, that's essentially what this is uh, most people broken. prefer the left <laughs> the left alignment for the left stick the, the this kind of alignment like xbox and they're I, wrong yeah, you get high five. See, I still miss the days when you had only one analog stick because it, it was in a metal prong. Yeah, you didn't have three <laughs> hands. <laughs> God. That's what I grew up on. It was no, good no. enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... This is this is good, and it's honestly like we're at a point now where it's like... I, I hate to be like that kind of person, but it's almost like ridiculous or like laughable that Nintendo didn't take this step already. <laughs> they wrapped a controller around the thing that plugged into your phone and whatnot. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I mean, technically, shouldn't there be an app where you can just get, like, smaller jo- Joy-Cons and put them at the ends of your cell phone and then that is just the screen? I mean, that's what everyone would agree with because the, the, the Switch isn't, at the end of the day, all that crazy powerful. Yeah, it's like a so, tablet, basically. <clears throat> yep. Cool. Any uh, other news that anybody wanted to talk about? Uh, there's a there's a story put out by Jason Schreier of Kotaku talking about the stuff that happened with um, damn I forget the name of the game Anthem right Anthem yeah and it was really really good everyone should go give it a read um, cool. it's about like exhaustion and the links that publishers and game companies take their workers to recently uh, it's really really good read um, it's it's well sourced Jason Schreier does a great job constantly yeah he's a champion yeah I don't know who this is. 
uh, he's the person who breaks all of the video game stories. Oh, okay. And then everyone else just talks about what Jason Schreier writes. <laughs> <laughs> they also always send him death threats and stuff because he cancels games. Ooh. Because he reports <laughs> on them first. Oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, that shit's canceled. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. Like, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I'm I just sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I mean, if you don't have any more to elaborate on that, then... I mean, no, it, it's just, it's it's a crazy one. The things that they made them do, it's a large portion of why that game ended up like it did, where people disliked it so strongly. Okay. Yeah, go get a read, guys. It's worth it. Uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Shazam, since we all four saw it, and mm-hmm. try not to spoil anything, if you can. For this episode? No, just Shazam. Shazam. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I, mean, I was like, what? The movie that we just saw? Yeah, Sh- Shazam. Shazam. Okay. <laughs> with, uh, Captain yeah, Marvel. With, the, with, the, with Sinbad. The app for the, the music. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole movie about that. No, we went and saw DC's Shazam, and uh, I just had to say I loved it. I, I, I thought it was a great movie. It was, it was super fantastic. fun. Uh, I love that it exists in the world that DC already made, even though I don't like the movies that they DC already made, but mm-hmm. it exists. It was very good. I like. 13 out of 10. 13 out of 10? Nice. No, I don't know wow. I just, I, I'd give it like a solid like 8. Yeah, I, would say, I just enjoyed I would say it thoroughly. Right there, yeah. I would say this sets the bar for DC movies. is mm-hmm. not just in like entertainment, but, um, you know, it was just good. Like it was, it had a good story. It was well written. Great, great well casting. Acted. Yeah, yep. great casting. Um, it, it's, it, you know what I really loved about it? It's one story. It's one movie as opposed to yeah. Aquaman, which is five. <laughs> and it only sets up a couple of things, but it's it seems natural mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. like contrived and forced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overall, I can't complain. It's pretty good. It's got a good, great palette. I still think the suit does look still ridiculous. It, it does, but you know what? I thought it looked a lot better on the big screen than I did when I was watching it like on my no, TV No, I screen. was going to say, like, it, it still looks ridiculous, but now it goes with the character. Yeah, that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's what sells it. And I think they had a meta moment where they first introduced him in the costume where somebody actually says that. Yeah. I was like, hey, that looks ridiculous, but you make it work. And I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. how I feel. That's like, exactly right. I did, I did feel like there were a lot of, like, moments in the movie where they're, like, literally talking to the audience about, like, oh, yeah. we, we heard what yeah. you said, <laughs> and this was part of our reshoots to make fun of it kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Chris? Oh. oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Man of many words. Best DC movie <laughs> so far. Oh, there you go. I, I, I would agree. Of this, like, new iteration it's or, a, like, ever going it's a back low to bar, but <laughs> Honestly, I'll go and say I'd all. probably say bet all, yeah. Oh, even like Batman Begins and Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, I would still say Batman Begins is still my favorite. I mentioned this. Wow, really? Yeah. Hmm. I mentioned this to Steven after the movie was over, uh, which, by the way, that ending, not really a spoiler, but it reminded me way too much of Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, okay. It's just that end credit sequence and the music choice and everything was very like, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No. Like, I agree. Spider-Man Homecoming. They were this. definitely going with that. For yeah, that anyway, uh, that's minor. My only gripe, if I can, if it's even that, and this is something that most superhero movies I've had a problem with since, I want to say, 89 Batman. No really good superhero theme. Like, oh. nothing that sticks with you. I mean, the John Williams score for Superman, that's iconic. Sometimes I'll play that in my car when I'm driving just because I want to hear it. It's so good. Wonder um, Woman's theme is pretty great. It just reminds me yeah. too much of an immigrant song sometimes. Like, somebody made that comparison, and I can't not separate them oh, now. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but it is, right, yeah. it is, it, that is somewhat iconic, I guess, or, or at least different enough that right. you can remember it. Yeah. I don't know what Batman's theme is supposed to be in the uh, new movies. Or Oh, it's all the guns that he's firing. I don't think this is a thing for all movies, because even though I wasn't super into uh, the Avengers movies or anything like that for a long time, I think the Avengers theme is clear recognizable it is yeah. now I, I feel like even when i remember when it first came on the first time the avengers movie came out mm-hmm. and i was like oh i guess that's gonna be the theme it just seems so like i don't know like it almost feels like an afterthought i know the name of the composer for the x-men movies his name is john ottman mm-hmm. the reason why i know this is because i looked them up and i listened to some of his other scores and they're good and then x-men it's like 
kind of like there's a theme, mm-hmm. but it's just not compelling. It's not something that you want to listen to or whistle. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll sometimes hum the Batman theme to myself just because it's so badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah, there, ever since then, there's just like, and and this is like not just DC movies, but most other uh, movies just don't really have anything that you associate that character with. I mean, you can maybe associate Easy DC now with Iron Man. But that's not really a yeah. theme. That's just more like a motif that carries out throughout the movies. Yeah. Uh, Captain America should have had something very like Star Spangled Bannery sounding. What are you? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think I think we're definitely in a place now where put it, let it go. It won't stop. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> oh crap! It went to somebody. Oh shit! <laughs> I think we're in a place now where a theme like that isn't as big of a thing for films, TV shows, and stuff like that. Um, it's I mean, what I miss, though. No, no, I definitely, I definitely understand that one. Like, I, I, I missed title cards. I was so jazzed scores in the beginning of Insidious. Are super important. Scores are important. I just think that we're not, not getting them in a big way. You're a monster. I am a monster. So well, like, he doesn't like the new Joker movie. It's just, <laughs> of course. That's because it's garbage. <laughs> it's fan film garbage. We I, shall I, see opening day. I just I, I think that we're in a place now where there are, there are people who can do a theme. Like I, I would tr- honestly trust uh was it Barry McCreary McCready I forget his McCreary, name McCreary McCreary yeah like yeah. I would trust Scotty him to McCreary? do a thing like this. There's like, a, he's great. There's um what's his name um <laughs> Giacchino like he does a lot of the like J J Abrams stuff. Well, like Hans Zimmer like his theme for Inception oh, yes. was great. His all I know from Inception is the. <laughs> you know what that is too that's, that's the song slowed down yeah that's the song slowed down like 300 percent. so it's just it's the horns but they just sound super like bassy and long the only, i i feel more affinity for the sound of the uh the what is it the prowler in spider-man oh, yeah, that was than awesome. anything else that was amazing <laughs> i love that and yeah. it's just sound design again i think the thing that, that we think of as being like themes for stuff is things that we hear are things that we hear a lot and I think we're in a place now where you, you, I don't think at this point you can separate having heard the Batman theme or the other themes a lot. So anything now, if you go to examine it, like you can't necessarily think like, oh, I really like that theme. I think it's only like we, re- we recognize TV themes because we hear at the beginning of every single episode. Yeah. Um, I, I think that anything that's coming out now, we can't really judge it as that. Like the Wonder Woman thing, she's been in two movies, but she already has a recognizable theme, something that Three we recognize. Movies. Huh? Three movies. Three movies. Batman v Superman, Justice League, and her uh, own. Yeah, That's true. Brush over Batman versus Superman. Well, I mean, it's where <laughs> she showed up. I wish we could brush over it too. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, no, so I, I think it's hard to identify what is a theme versus something else. For the Avengers theme, like we recognize that they have a theme, but we're also twenty movies deep. Dude, they were. I remember watching Lord of the Rings and just. I bought the soundtracks to those mm-hmm. movies. I almost never do that. That movie, that movie has that refrain throughout the entire film, over it's, and over and over again. But they're so distinctive too. It's a like three-hour-long movie, they had more time to play it. They, that's true. <laughs> well, like nine if you consider all three together. Well, yeah, actually, you can walk out of the first one and be like, "Yeah, I heard that theme a shit ton." <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's also different themes too for like different locations too, like the, the Rohan. Uh, the Rohirrim have their own very distinctive mm-hmm. Celtic type sounds, which is very different from like uh, Minas Morgul and uh, Minas Tirith and all these other places. Yeah. I mean, Sauron's theme, uh, which is a reprise of the the, the ring theme. Uh, everything's just I don't know what it comes it's, down it's, to. It's, it's, but it's it's also a three. It's it's a what, four movie franchise. Jesus Christ! Did it for what Lord of the Rings? Yeah, the, uh, the, fir- the, the first, if the first one. If you're the, counting if you're doing Lord of the Rings. Oh, then it's just three. Just three, yeah. But if you throw in The Hobbit, then it's six. Then it's six. Bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> they made the same movie three times for The Hobbit. Basically, yeah. And I they think they made the same movie out. twice. I think The Hobbit itself is a different movie than the other two that came with it. The right. Battle, the, the, bottle, the, battle, the Battle of the well, Five Armies. No, the, all, everything that happens in The Hobbit technically happens in just the one short story that it's based yeah. on. Oh, it's, I know. It's the shorter but, book. It starts out three movies. They padded it up with all this extra stuff. That with dwarf singing. <laughs> well, no, the person oh, is in there. That's in the book. Yeah, that's but actually, it's added. <laughs> no, no, no. The, they, it basically, anything that involves any other characters besides Bilbo or the dwarves shouldn't be in there. Like, pretty Listen, much. I, I'm just saying, I saw those guys fight in that house in that fish town or whatever, like 80 goddamn times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, that place must have smelled so bad. <laughs> all right, so it, just uh, just so you know, it's uh, for all four of us. It's go go watch Shazam it's, as soon as possible. As soon as possible. If you haven't watched it yet, you need to go watch it. If you have and watched get it, amped up watch for the Joker. Joker. That's right. Go watch it. Go watch it drunk. <laughs> and get amped up for the Joker. Oh no! Don't do that. It's crazy how they didn't have that trailer in. I thought that was weird too, but we said, oh, maybe they're going for a different theme because mm-hmm. that is much darker, and we saw like some we saw a bunch of kids movies. Stuff, yeah. yeah. But then they also sometimes they don't drop the the trailers that they're going to on the Thursday night showings. Like the Friday night showings is when they put like the new stuff. So Joker might be a part of the it after Friday or on Friday and afterwards. That's I've just possible. I've noticed that. Well, we just have to go watch it now. I Wait, know. That's true. Pause this recording. Yeah. Let's, let's let's come back and report. <laughs> uh, but we're actually here to talk about Star Trek Discovery season one, episode fourteen, "The War Without, The War Within." Uh, this follows up exactly after the end of the last episode where um, Burnham and new Philippa show up on the Discovery, Discovery and they're back home. They're back in their school. own, uh, they had yeah, the home. disco, their <laughs> own, uh, their own <laughs> dimension. Uh, we find out that the, we found out that the Klingons have taken over a lot of Federation space. Territory, territory, oh. yeah. Spaceatory, and, and and right off the back, Admiral Cornwall and Sarek show up, beam onto the ship, and uh, essentially try and take it over because they need to figure out who this discovery is because they, they watched a discovery nine months ago get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, were we meant to imply that the Andorian that was with them was the same one that was part of the Rebel Alliance. Probably in the mirror universe. It's racist. Not I'm, all Andorians look alike. Yeah. I mean, all the Andorians pretty much look alike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would say I would assume it's probably we could, we could probably find out by looking up the actor. He's probably the same one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes sense. But I think that was probably the biggest thing about this episode was them finding out that this is their discovery and that there's a mirror universe and that uh and they all swear never to speak of it again yeah they, <laughs> they all swear they don't know about it in the other one that's right um and uh what's what's the uh uh they inform that Phil- that there's a new philippa and admiral uses the new philippa as Old Philippa, they're like, yeah, she didn't die. <laughs> we just found her. She was on a Klingon. She was retrieving a special mission. Yeah, now prison my, ship. My favorite detail that they just glossed over was that the dark or the the dark universe, the mirror universe discovery, got blown to bits by the Klingons. Yeah, <laughs> like it just didn't last. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that takes care of that loose thread until it becomes convenient. Three seasons in, when there's like, another character. Or something. I mean, he's, he's throwing it out there. Yeah. Because they haven't gotten to three, third season yet. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll, they'll bring up someone like, oh, this is what? Natalie Dormer. Yeah. <laughs> Secondhand Natalie Dormer's character. <laughs> no, she's on the, the the Shinzu in the other world. Remember? Shit. Yeah, she didn't have the half. The only thing we can see is, is Captain uh, Tilly. Tilly, yes. <laughs> so she might be around somewhere and John will be happy. Well, no, down. Captain Tilly was in the. Uh, in in the he was the captain of the discovery in the mirror universe, so that, technically she could have been killed. But yeah, that's what we, that's what he's saying is that she will then show up in this world as being not killed on oh, discovery. I oh, I hold that hope, John. I do. You <laughs> like me, Tilly, with the straight blonde hair. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that was the biggest things about it. We had a lot of. Uh, Tyler having to come to grips with the fact that who he is, what he is now, and then Burnham. Oak? Yeah, him, yeah. Tyler Voke, Voke <laughs> Tyler, having to come to grips with what he is. Tyler Voke Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Burnham having to come to grips with what Tyler is and what she had to do to survive and get mm-hmm. the discovery back. And you had to remind us that we see Klingon boobs. And we saw, well, I mean, I was informing our <laughs> friend that was watching it for the, the first fourth, time that, fourth chair. that he, yes. did, he missed out on Lorel's boobs. I had to Klingon watch boobs. so many missed human out? boobs on oh, the internet okay. just to wash that away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, that's immaterial to what yeah, would sure have happened. It was good to happen anyways, yeah. Now I'm just imagining like ridges. Nope. 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 Uh, have you seen Species? Think like that. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's unnecessary. They just did it. Were there any other big parts of the episode for you guys? No, this felt like a bridge. It really wasn't. All of their badges. 
<laughs> are gigantic. That's true. You were really focusing on the badges. There's no, there's, they don't have, uh, as far as I can tell, they don't have like uh, pips. Oh anything. yeah, that's so true. All, all the lower but, ranks have those shapes. They still have things for other people. Right. I was gonna say yeah. command rolls. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They, that's what in the original series they didn't have pips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had shapes. They should yeah, have it'd hats. Like, it'd be like bars under the the A looking thing. Yeah. So, um, I did comment how they came up with an impossible premise and then in like two minutes figured out a way to like <laughs> science, science the way it. through it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they played pretty fast to lose. Yeah, always. Like, like whoa! Like they're just like, well, we're all out of our mycelial spores that we need to do the thing that the ship was designed to do, and like, there's no more. But I have one left, and if we go plant it, yeah, and then yeah. do this radical what, science thing, then they don't. They do not go in depth with what those rockets are going to be. They're, they're, they're gonna throw like throw those things down. They shoot the spores into the ground, like EMP, feed them energy to make them grow fast and shit. There's a lot going on with those rockets. They, they would just, have needed a couple weeks. They throw around <laughs> the word, like, uh, what was it? Uh, it's not seat the planet, but like terraform, terraform it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that, I mean, that only happens up until like Star Trek 2. Oh, and, with the, the Genesis yeah, device? Yeah, with the Genesis yeah. device. And that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Here is like, oh, we can just do this. Yeah, and they, and do they it. did it in minutes. Yes, I, Dude, I don't like, even know if it's minutes. No, you might they not did, even. They did it in minutes. A minute. <laughs> like, yeah, the computer is constantly fifty-seven percent, sixty-two percent, fix sixty-eight percent. It's like, okay, we get it. Just tell <laughs> when it's done. <laughs> Unless we check back in, it just whole, happens. The Stamets went and like put it in there. He's like, okay, tell us every percentage. Check it. <laughs> yeah, and he just like looks around. He's this like, this is gonna take forever. <laughs> no, I feel like he put it in. He was like, thirty-two seconds, motherfucker. Thirty-two percent. <laughs> 36% motherfucker. That's why I'm Stamets, bitch. Yeah, because he has that one, he has that moment, uh, even though Saru, who's the captain of the ship mm-hmm. at the moment, like is is confronting uh, Tyler. He's like, hey, it wasn't you. It was Vok or Vok mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say, how you say his name. Like he's the one who killed Dr. Clubber. Clover. Clubber? Clubber. Clubber. Um, so don't feel so bad about that. Even yeah. though he feels bad about it. And then Stamish just stops him in the middle of the hallway. He's like, you killed a good man. You, my husband. You feel good about that bitch? Are you, <laughs> are you gutted by it? It's like, gutted by it? That's a weird like saying to say to someone. He's like, yeah, I feel bad about it. He's like, well, good. Because yeah. you should. I really thought when he walked past him, he was going to like shoulder bump him. That's a little too alpha for Anthony Rapp. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and if he did do it, it just we would have just like bounced off of him anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> With like a lax and chin, he makes up for it in shoulders. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, but yeah, everybody basically like churned the, the the cheek to him. Like even in the in the uh, mess hall, you know, and everybody's kind of avoiding him. And then Tilly goes and sits with them. And then uh, not Natalie Dormer goes and sits with them. <laughs> and like they all basically like, all right, you know, we get it. It's you know, shit happens. And like Burnham of all the people. Is the one that's like, no, I don't want to see him. Like, he tried to kill me. Yeah. And, like, he hurt my feelings. And <laughs> like, I, I kind of feel like I understand what the writers were going for. It's like, if this had been a thing where he was a a double spy, but he had actually <clears throat> fallen in love with her, and she's like, well, you never told me the truth. But see, that doesn't work here because he didn't know the truth. Like, yeah. it's literally something that he had no idea was happening with his body. He's a sleeper cell. He's, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like, you can't use the same story trope but they did Plus, she got she got shit on and othered earlier in the series like maybe don't do that to someone else yeah yeah exactly like you know you kind of went through a lot of shit you went to jail for yeah. people not understanding what happened with you but uh, i mean i guess that's kind of a thing that's about the like double a, standard a, well, i mean that's almost like a realistic character okay. like you can be the main character and still be an asshole i guess yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh we got to see more of Sarek, which I'm I'm usually okay with whenever you see Sarek in the in the episodes. Like, he, I like the attitude, like the Vulcan sass yeah. that he gives. I think they keep using they they've been using him as a plot device. It's true. To where where they just go like, okay, 
he's here. He did a mind meld, and now everyone accepts this half of these people that they've met before, or that they didn't meet before. Mm-hmm. They keep using him for that. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, he's, it feels a little weird. He's like the the anchor that like the fans would be most familiar with. So anything that comes from him, we'd be like, oh okay. Yeah, like, no, I trust Harry. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's good. We're good. And the, the <laughs> thing that I loved the most was the exchange between him and Dark Mirror verse Philippa, like because they both raised. Mm. Burnham in their respective dimensions and he's like well my daughter or my ward did this and she's like well my daughter did this and by the age of this she took over these many people and he's like well yeah but she also betrayed you and he's yeah. like oh uh, like it's just it was a great <laughs> I thought it was a great exchange between the two of them that's an interesting one because it's, it's also at the same time like a statement on that kind of character also mm-hmm. for um, Michael Burnham like, like the links that someone goes to for power. Yeah, you know, like which one is the the better way? So uh, we see, we now know why how Philippa is going to be used in her spinoff show. I don't know how much she's used in the season two of the show. She wasn't at the premiere for season two. So okay, I don't so know she might be she might be filming her her show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I. I it, like I was trying to say earlier, was that it's weird that this is a bridge episode when the next episode is the season finale. Is it longer? Have we looked that up? Is I haven't looked it episode? up. It could be a longer episode. I can I can look it up real quick if you guys want to keep talking. Yeah, that be something I'd be curious to see because I mean this this was definitely like I feel like this was to get us to whatever they're going to do in the finale. It'll be a two hours. It's actually a shorter finale. episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty five minutes as opposed to the last ep- the episode we just talked about talk or, or we are talking about is forty nine. We, I wonder if this was supposed to be one episode and they cut it. It could have been. I could. I could definitely see where they cut it. It would have been perfect as as to uh, the the middle part. Yeah, because the first part would be getting you to everything else that happens in the episode, which is normal for an episode of TV. Mm-hmm. So. But they wanted to to bridge it out. They wanted to. Maybe that was after they decided to do the spinoff for her. Yeah. Yeah, for Georgia. I honestly, ever since. The, going to the mirror universe, I believe all these episodes are brand new. Like they were, they weren't part of the first season. They were like, ah, we're gonna just throw <laughs> these stuff in here because people seem to be liking the show. I mean, that, that would have been a tried and tried and true tested thing for a reboot because um, what is it, Battlestar Galactica was just that original four part miniseries. Mm-hmm. So, there. so Chris, for someone who had not seen any episodes of the show prior to this, what did you think of Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access? Oh, this is weird. <laughs> you're seeing how how wacky this thing can get too. <laughs> I mean, you're you're also a fan. You 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 like Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, like all those yeah. things. I think you said original series is the only thing you hadn't watched. Right. That's the right decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this would be a show that takes place just before the original series. You have you have watched Enterprise though. Yes. So obviously he's after Enterprise and they I make, ended up enjoying Enterprise. I, I always enjoyed the Enterprise. Beginning so. though it was real rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they even make uh, they reference it. Nod, reference yeah. that's the word I was looking for. Archer, Archer mm-hmm. and his crew going to Kronos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, is it something that you will continue to watch? Yeah, I mean just based I've, off this episode. I've been meaning to watch it, so that's I will so this cemented more of that, not continue. so much got you to go away from it or anything like right. that. Okay. I think you could soundly watch from here and be just fine. Probably. <laughs> I'm going to say the same. Yeah, maybe maybe go back and watch the Battle of the Binary Stars just at the very beginning. If but you really, that, really want to yeah. see Klingon boobs, then you can start it. From the, yeah. the, the Klingon political bullshit. It, it, <laughs> that was the, the worst part of the season. Yeah, it's the terrible stuff. So See, when I think of Klingons, I totally think of political intrigue and subterfuge yeah right <laughs> that's what they're all about never fighting oh wait <laughs> no that's the romulans my bad or andorians even or yeah never it, it's a weird flip they decided to yeah. change things real and hard. also when you think of Klingons, you also come into mind the uh enemy mind character for that lewis gossett jr plays <laughs> with the scaly uh yeah. insect face or whatever yep. it has yep what it Enemy Mine is a movie with Dennis Quaid yeah. and Louis Gossett Jr. They're like they're both in they're in an intergalactic war and they're they're stuck on a planet stuck on a planet together even though they're yes. enemies. Yeah, so, so they have to learn to coexist. It's, it's actually a pretty good Trek. movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of things. It's yeah. a lot of what? things. It's yeah. I've, okay, I've come it's, face it's, to face with my enemy. Crusoe my enemy and, and yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's definitely true. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so well, that's the that, that's that episode of uh, Star Trek Discovery. There's not really much to talk about. Yeah, I feel like we talk less and less about the show. We kind of do. <laughs> There's not much to talk but about with the show. Nothing really yeah. happened. No. <laughs> so uh, we'll probably have a lot to talk about next week, which Stephen won't be joining us for. No, no, he's going to be moving. Yeah, I'm moving, but that means more content for me. And the people that you hear about me being on the internet with later when Mitch asks us for where you can find us on the internet. That's right. <laughs> Steven is completely stationary right now. Yeah, no. Like, I, up until this point. Up until this point. My, completely my body, stationary. For those Not of you who have never seen me before, my body is essentially exactly Danny DeVito's character from uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. Just no legs. Yep. I just wiggle my torso, really, when I go to, check, to get around. I thought it was going to be like uh, uh, Captain Pikes from the first episode of Star Trek, the original series. <laughs> <laughs> In the thing. <laughs> That thing. wasn't Danny DeVito. That was uh, Jason Alexander. That sure was the Jason person? Alexander, not no. the same person. What? The- you lied to me. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Danny DeVito the, the, the fawn in Hercules? Yes. Yes, okay. that one is real. Yeah. Right. I was wrong about Jason Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why I got the mixed up. And David Spade was the llama. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you want to talk about this show or any of the stuff that we talked about today in the episode, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. John's also on Twitter as. I am at Magic Bollocks. You can find uh, Steven in places. You can find me on the internet at twitter.com slash peppermintgent. That's G-E-N-T, like gentleman, but with the last part cut off. Um, you can also find me playing D&D every single Friday on twitch.tv slash mod20gaming. It's a two and a zero in the middle. And then on Thursdays, you can find me playing whatever game Jay Bruce decides we're going to play at <laughs> twitch.tv slash J-B-R-E-W-S. There you go. Yeah, and I, so uh, I will be making a lot more content for Geek Elite Media and for Mod20 coming up here after I move. All right. Spider personas. Nice. I mean, that, as long as you remind me, yeah, I, I'm I, going I, to forget. I, I have to remind him, and I always forget to remind him. He's already forgotten. Hey, he probably has. And Chris, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, places. Yeah. Uh, usually at wizard, W-W-W-Y-Z-E-R-D. On Twitter. On, like, all the things. Facebook, Twitter. Basically. Instagram. Yeah. All right. I don't so use you unify yourself. Grinder, right? Yeah. <laughs> Grinder. Uh, <laughs> the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekleetmedia.com. But until next time, this is the Geeks Watch on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Hi, this is Steven from Geek Elite Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candice was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code GEEKOUT when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candice 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can.